Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So. I hear you had a little bit of a snake issue. Yeah, a snake issue. Why? Why? Why is there always a snake issue? Always. Explain. Always. There was a snake when we went to Concord on the sidewalk being all snaky. Now there's a snake oh, yeah. in somebody's Airbnb apartment. So tell people what the heck we're talking about. Okay. So these people check into their Airbnb Sunday morning and they're there for seven days. And it's a pretty pricey airbnb and so they settle in and then they discover and then let the airbnb hosts know that there's snakes in their airbnb snakes live snakes they just said snakes are they live come to find out they're actually tequila snakes pickled in bottles of tequila and there's two of them ah tequila snakes and these people are so petrified of these tequila snakes they want a full refund right now See, because their religion doesn't allow for them to stay in an apartment with snakes. See, I just looked up the same Google search because, you know, I figured maybe the people that did the Google search were incompetent. But like literally, it seems more like snakes are revered in religion. And they have a lot of religions that handling snakes is part of the ritual. But I have not found a single religion that says that if a snake was present, you can't be. Well, just think, if you can't be present where a snake was present... What do you fucking do? Live in a bubble? Well, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It makes zero sense. I don't get it. I mean, I would think that some higher power who came up with this alleged religion would be allegedly smarter than that. And like smite the snakes? Yeah. Yeah. So I think so too. I'm going to find you the picture of those tequila snakes though, because they were horrifying. So people, what we're going to get to tonight is going to be about the family Chantal episode number two. But before we do that, I want to say something again about these shootings. Oh. And we talked in a previous episode at some point in history about the mental health aspect of these shootings and how I got like basically verbally raped you by Russian. people. And today, <laughs> a friend of mine who I've known 19 years posted a rant about how it's Donald Trump's fault and it's disgusting. And, you know, she said a lot of things that were true, but a lot of things that I didn't agree with. Uh And so here's what I wrote on, on her wall. And someone really appreciated what I had to say. And I mean, this is after I've had time to reflect on this a bit. Okay. So it's a little more thought out than before. I mostly agree with what you've stated here, but the division you speak of started more than a decade ago. The fact is that when I was in high school, this epidemic started. Parents needing to work long hours, leaving kids unsupervised and to their own devices have caused some major mental health issues. The Ohio guy was a Trump hater. 
The Texas guy was a Democratic Socialist who stated in his own words that his thinking started long before Trump. Trump is an awful and disgusting guy and an easy person to blame, but the reality is that he really shouldn't be blamed for everything. Shifts like this in society don't happen in a month, a year, or even a few years. This has been brewing for 30 years. Both parties are 100% to blame. They've done nothing, even at times when they controlled both chambers. Their inaction is what has caused us to be where we are. Now, police chiefs around the country all know that we need to have a discussion about mental health. They've stated just that. I honestly don't think one particular thing or person is the cause, and the solution has to be multiple levels deep. Again, I do mostly agree with you, but in different degrees. One problem we have is that people have so much hate towards, quote, the other party, end quote. And who that is depends upon which party you personally belong to. I recently commented on Governor Newsom's post that we need to address the mental health crisis in this country and that it would help with this issue. I was called racist, terrorist sympathizer, Republican, Democrat, Trump tard, idiot, etc. I'm not sure why people are so resistant to the mental health discussion, but this is where we are in today's society and things need to change. And he thanked me for that and I went on to say that it's hard to express an opinion like that today because people want to bash you for your opinion. They want to call you names for your opinion. What I experienced yesterday is exactly the type of thing that keeps people from posting their true beliefs. Yeah. Honestly, the most common comment I've heard people my age and like in their 40s say about social media is that they don't do it because they can't be honest. And when I ask them what they mean by they can't be honest, they say, I can't state my true opinion. Because if I state my true opinion, all kinds of idiots come out of the woodwork and talk <laughs> shit. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. And now that we're talking about idiots, it's the perfect segue into... The family Chantel. The family Chantel. That's how he says it. Say it correctly. So, the family Chantel. <laughs> this week, Chantel decides, along with her crazy-ass family, whoop, whoop. that they need to have family counseling. Which I don't actually think is a bad idea. If you're sincere. I don't believe the mom Fair. and the dad are even 1% sincere. I don't. And I truly feel any form of therapy isn't going to work if you're not sincere. I just do. I don't think there's any other way. You know way. what, though? To, like, give a brief overview of the episode, the mom and the dad pretty much shut their pie holes. They said they're small pieces, but they let Pedro say what he needed to say without interrupting him like they usually do. And I feel like that was a big step in their direction. They actually could shut up for five freaking minutes. Maybe, maybe the presence of pastor dude, and he's clearly a religious guy. Yeah, that's what they said. Maybe the presence of that guy helped bring them a little bit under control because I still don't believe it. I don't. I don't either. I mean, they had tons of shit to talk after he left. You got to give credit where credit's due. If we're going to bash them, got to give them the credit for shutting their pie hole for five whole minutes. So here's the thing. But here's the thing, though. He did a very stupid thing, Pedro. So, yeah. So, you know. He made the comment about, like, the family of Chantal wants respect, but yet they cannot show my own family respect, and they're going to demand respect. Mm -hmm. And he used the incident where they drove seven hours to his grandma's house and they wouldn't get out of the car. That was very disrespectful of Completely them. Completely disrespectful, yep. Okay, and I agree with him that if you're not going to be respectful, 
You can't demand respect back. You get what you give, period, in this life. If you give respect, you'll get respect. It is that simple. So then when they have the discussion about what happened at the table, this is why I become more and more on Pedro's side. Because like that comment just now, very reasonable. You're not going to get respect if you don't give respect. Then River tries to say her brother, I didn't do anything at the table. Why did I get attacked? How come I haven't been apologized to? Oh my God. Watch the video clip and exactly. watch what you did, bro. I just sat there because I'm good at that and I'm calm. No, that's not what happened. He punched a light fixture in Pedro's direction. And threw his napkin at Pedro's face. Of course, Pedro's going to Pedro get all responded savage. by telling what happened, but he didn't embellish. Right. He just told the truth. Right. And he said, I felt he deserved what he got in that moment. So what he is saying is, like, at this point, he might have handled it differently. Might have. But there's a good chance he would have handled it the same way. Because in the moment, he felt like River deserved what he got. Well, and in the moment... I think River deserved what he got from Pedro. But I think Pedro's lunatic bitch of a sister scratching River's face, not appropriate. Not necessary. Just back up. We'll get to her. Let the men fight it out. We'll get to her one person at a time. I'm ranting about Pedro. So I said he made a mistake. Uh I also told you that there's two things in a row that I have a lot of respect for him for being honest about. But here is where... He loses me. He has, he did what he should do. I have no problem with this part. He went to see an immigration attorney to see what it would take to get his mom and his sister here. It's not as easy as he thinks. And if he wants to do it before he becomes a citizen in two years, he has to get Chantel's help. Right. Makes sense. Now, there's nothing wrong with going to an immigration attorney and finding this out because it's very unproductive to go to your spouse and say, I want to do this because they're just going to say, how much is it going to cost? Right. What does it involve? How much time is it going to take? Right. You get those answers ahead of time, and the conversation goes much smoother. Because I don't, I, I believe it's questions. two things. Well, I believe it's two things. You can, you, their questions are getting answered quickly, and they see that you took the time to find out answers. the answers for them. Yep. There's an effort that was expended that makes you look more serious about what you're doing, and I think it makes people take you more serious. But where he made a mistake. He doesn't owe this to the in-laws, and he doesn't owe this to the brother-in-law, and he doesn't owe this to the sister-in-law. But what he owed was his wife the respect Have to that talk to her about it first. first and let her know, I'm not going to give you details right now. I'm only going to give those details in, in counseling. But this is what I'm going to bring up. Because she was blindsided by the whole bringing his mom and his sister here. Well, she and, was mad about it, and the family picked up that she was mad about it, yep. and it just added another thing to the list of reasons that they have that they don't like Pedro. And right after Why he, are you going to do that? And right after he said it, and that's honestly the first thing that he's done, in my opinion, that's his fault for them not liking him. She was at fault for the rest of the stuff. Seems reasonable. This one, he needs to own it. He screwed it up. So right away, though, her parents, they cut to the side interview, and her parents are like, the mom, what did he just say? And they act like, yep, we knew it. This is what he's planning to do all along. But he wasn't. Because the reality is, he's tired of Chantal always defending her family and always running to her family with their issues and always telling her family things that should be between the two of them. We talked about this the last time. Uh-huh. So the reason that he decided to do it at therapy was to just get it out in the open. But he should have at least let her know he was going to do that. Didn't need to give her details. Just needed to tell her what in general he was going to talk about. Right. Because she got caught off guard. And those parents, of course, had to stick their nose in. And she is trying to say that her parents have an interest in Pedro. No, 
They were interested in proving that Pedro was a thief. That's what they really wanted to prove, that he was after a green card. But you saw the part where they hired the private investigator about the sister's boyfriend, too. Yeah, that's coming up. It's So now we get to Pedro's family, and Pedro's freaking family, the sister's a lunatic, just like the mom of Family Chantal. And the mom of Pedro is a lunatic, just like the mom of Family Chantal. It's like Winter and Karen versus Pinky and Mama, whatever her name is. He calls his sister Pinky. Like, they're both as loony. They're all four loony. They're all four loony. They're just wackos. Pedro, I'm telling you again, man, if you're listening to this show, we need you to come on the show. We have questions for you, especially about your loony sister and mother. Now, dude, I understand. Chantal's not making an effort towards them, but guess what? They're not making an effort towards her. And what that guy said is so true. You have two ways you can go with it that'll make it work. He didn't, I thought at first he was going to say divorce or come to some agreement, but he didn't say that. He didn't even bring up divorce because I'm, I respect him. He's a religious man. Divorce shouldn't be an option for a religious man. Right. If you truly believe what you are teaching other people, divorce isn't an option for you. Okay. So he goes with the two things and he basically tells them there's two ways you guys can get along. You can either love her enough to respect her family and treat and include her family. And you can love him enough to respect his family and include his family. Or you can back your own family and you can back your own family. But you guys got to meet in the middle. Those are the two ways. So truly the solution is for everybody to just shut up and deal with it. Essentially, yeah. Like, But unfortunately, the link between the two families has to be... The one to tell them to shut the up and deal with it. The one to tell them to shut up and deal with it. And she needs to tell her family and he needs to tell his family. He can't tell her family and she can't tell his right. family. Because they're all wacko. Right. That brings me to River. You know, he shows up to counseling with a chip on his damn shoulder and his goofy looking hair and his goofy attitude. He looks like a palm tree. Yes. A very bad palm tree a dumb one and he has this goofy attitude and he states things in a manner that they just didn't happen i'm sorry well i know how much respect you have from already he came to counseling and lied so yeah you don't do that people never ever 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 go to couples or group counseling and lie it makes it an unsafe environment for the other people Right. People don't understand that when I say that, that what I'm trying to say is when someone's willing to lie in counseling, they're willing to say or do anything that makes it an unsafe place because you're revealing how you truly feel and they're going to lie and so that they can manipulate the situation. Right. And how does that help anything? If I go to the doctor and I have like an infection in my elbow and he treats me for tendonitis, my elbow's never going to feel better. Right. He has to treat what the real issue is. And you can't do that if you lie about what the real issue is. I'm going to go one step farther than what you said. I think lying in any kind of counseling isn't helpful because if you lie in individual counseling, it's exactly what you just said about the tendonitis. But it doesn't make it unsafe for anybody. Right. That's it's why I stress the couples useless. are higher. But the guy was right. He said, what you don't reveal, you can't heal. And that's true of all types of counseling. If you, It goes with what you were just saying. If you don't tell your counselor the truth about what's bothering you and how you feel about things, you know, something just dawned on me. just had a revelation. So, like, I told you how I went through the counseling that I went through and how it helped me. Uh Uh-huh. But what she would do every single time is if I brought up an issue like this happened, she would say, how did that make you feel when that happened? Uh Uh-huh. Because there's a reason for that. 
we only bring up things that matter to us in some way, shape, or form. And so by examining our feelings about the things that matter to us, we kind of get an idea of where we stand with ourselves. And it's like when people say, if you don't love yourself, how can you expect other people to love you? Well, it's the same thing. You know, if you don't understand yourself, how can you expect other people to understand you? Just makes sense, right? Life is much smoother when you grasp where you're headed. Seems reasonable. I guess in a way, you kind of have to have a philosophy of life. If you don't, you're lost and you're like a boat just swishing around in the ocean. So, family Chantal, river, giant scumbag loser, can't stand the guy. Then they show the preview and the dad. You know what? Maybe the dad will eventually convince me that he's being sincere. I'm not convinced it's not just the editing right now. Not convinced. Sorry. You guys mess with the goddamn editing so much. And now I don't trust anything you show me. <laughs> Nothing. Even the stuff you actually air on the TV. Seems like it's doctored to me. I don't understand it. But anyway, he decides he's going to have like a guy's night, you know, guy's weekend, because River and Pedro have a difficult time being in the same place together. Uh-huh. Pedro shows how much he cares about Chantal and how much he wants to solve the problem by agreeing to go. Something he, a while ago he would have never agreed to. Right. And what does River say? Here, you guys can have the front seat since you like each other so much. I'm going in the back. What a dick. Oh, man. He's an ass. An ass. Now, now, okay, hold on. Let's talk about the mom and the sister. So we haven't even touched the mom and the dad yet. They're going to be our exit out of this show. The mom and the sister. Do we agree that they're just as crazy as the mom and the sister in the other relationship? We just talked about this. Like, less than five minutes ago. But do we agree? We didn't say whether we yes. agree or not. Okay, so we agree that they're just as crazy. And that mom is putting pressure on her son. Her son is telling her what the lawyer, you know, the legal expert on the situation, told him. And the mom is giving him pressure. You better hurry up. You're not doing enough for me. No, the part that killed me about that is exactly what you just said. She's giving him all this pressure. Like, it can't take two years plus processing time. That doesn't work for me. You need to do better. You're a bad son. You need to do better. And then at the end, she's bashing his wife, who could make the process happen now, and saying she can just go pack her bags. Yeah. Like, shut up, bitch. You're inconsistent. You wouldn't be able to come to the U.S. at all, ever, if it wasn't for Chantel. So shut up. Just interject. While you were ranting, I checked something. And here we go. So... Let's make it easier and let them have guns. Did Jesus have an AK-47 or AR-15? I'm tired of the gun control people. And I'm tired of the pro-gun people arguing with the anti-gun yep. people. And I just want them all to shut the fuck and up I'm tired and of being focus in the middle. on the real issue. And I'm tired of being in the middle. The real issue has nothing to do with actual guns. Well, look, look, look. We've been saying for a while that both families are lunatics Yeah. on this family Chantal. And that's why I'm in support of the family therapy, because people with mental problems need somebody to talk to. Uh-huh. And when I call you a lunatic like that, in that context, I'm basically saying there's something wrong with your way of thinking. Yeah. So they need some adjustment. I fully support that. Fully. Yeah. So mom and sister putting undue pressure on him. It's unfair. It's not right. It's just not right. The guy's trying to do what he's trying to do. Right. But I agree with his reasons for wanting to bring his family over. She does side with her family 100% of the time, and he is all alone. But the problem is, he somehow thinks 
that in the future, by having family there to back him, that things are going to be better. But are things really going to be better? No, it's going to be worse because her family is not only going to be attacking him, they're going to be attacking his family and then vice versa. And there's going to be and he wants his mother and his sister to live with them. Because he can't afford to have a second household? Do you want to know what kind of fireworks that bullshit's going to cause? There's going to be all the doom and all the psychoticness and all and, of the craziness. And here's the thing. What happens when she, when Chantal goes to the Dominican Republic? Doom. They fight with the family, right? Yeah. So what happens when he's here in the United States? Doom. He fights with her family. Yeah. So bringing them all together just means there's just going to be constant fighting. Maybe constant they should collectively fighting. move to Canada. Somehow they have to agree that they're not going to be fighting all the time. I don't know how they're going to do it. They need to fix that part. That's something that has to include the mom and the sister. And I think it requires a handshake and a, okay, we're going to try a little bit harder now. I don't think it requires an apology because when you are asking someone to apologize, it's always someone has to go first. But a handshake happens at the same time. Okay, let me ask you a question. To move forward. Let me ask you a question. No. Because this is going to lead us out of here. If you were in a relationship, Let's say it was a long-term relationship, 10 years, just for Whoa. sake of argument. And you found out that your significant other, and I'm not going to say whether you're married, living together, not living together, but just dating, you're in a committed relationship. And you find out that your significant other cheated, and <laughs> you decide you're going to work on the relationship and try to forgive the infidelity. Okay. Which way do you think would be most effective? We don't want to brush anything under the carpet. We want to deal with the issues. But literally, there are people who think you should go all the way back to like before the cheating started and agree to start over there. Or there's people who think you just say, you know what? I understand now what the issues were. We've discussed it. We've worked on it. Now we're at that point where I want to just move on. So let's let bygones be bygones. It's water under the bridge. We start fresh here and we rebuild trust. And we build a new history together. That Which, one. That way's better, right? Because you can't... Oh, I feel like the first scenario you gave, you're going back and you're acting like it didn't happen. Which means you're burying that resentment in a scary place made of lava. And someday... And it will come back. That lava is going to be like Mount Vesuvius and it's going to fuck everything up. So... I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you 100%. Internal Vesuvius, not the most majestic thing in the world. So... I agree with you, and I think that's how this situation needs to be handled. And that's why I say, I don't know what the discussion has been between Karen and Thomas, the mom and the dad. His name is Thomas. Yes. But I hope that the conversation was, for the sake of our daughter's marriage, let's let bygones be bygones. Because it's really the first time when they had that big blow up at the apartment It's the first time they've actually listened to Pedro because he told them to get out of the house. They wouldn't. So then he went and got into the car and showed them how serious he was about leaving. And then they finally decided, yeah, we don't want that to happen. They need to have a little respect for him as a person. Exactly. And I'm hoping that that's what's inspired this family counseling. Because the bottom line is that they're not going to fix this if they don't just put the past behind them and move forward. And like I said, you still need to first explore why certain things happened the way they happened. And somebody needs to come to the conclusion that Chantal screwed things up from the very beginning. And she needs to accept that and say she's sorry for doing that. At that point, they can be like, you know what? We don't need to forgive one another for that stuff right now. Just put that aside. 
let bygones be bygones, and move forward with a clean slate, but you have to earn my trust back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think that ultimately, that's where it needs to go, and we'll see if it does. And with that, it's time for bed. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye, Pedro. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.